Hello everybody and welcome back to the Knockout Podcast Series 2 Episode 8. Uh, yeah, welcome back. We've a week off. I'm feeling slightly under the weather, so apologies for any sniffles or coughs <laughs> or sounding odd, but yeah, we're, 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 we're back. Model through. Yeah, exactly. Um, a slightly quieter week. We obviously didn't have any fights this weekend, so nothing to to, to, to review. Um, and although although we've got a John Jones card, which <laughs> you would expect to be half a card. Yeah, and in, in fact, um, the card itself is not particularly uh, promising. Um, just start with looking at a few bits of news from the week. Uh, the main bit of news coming out that we've got was. News surrounding Usman Masvidal, they cleared a bit of a um, argy-bargies. A yeah, a scuffle. I mean, well, no physical contact. But no, but, yeah, verbal confrontation. Some childish behaviour, some might say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that, combined with um, stuff that Dana White has said and stuff that have been reported, seems to suggest that that is being targeted as the next fight for both these guys some sometime around... Um, International be, Fight Week. Yeah, so early July, which yeah. is generally when it is, early mid-July. Which, um, that's good because what well, would seemingly suggest that perhaps Usman isn't carrying an injury that was seemingly... Oh, I yeah, suppose, he was in a cast, like, I think he had something on his arm. Yeah, like, so, but, well, perhaps not, not as severe not serious, as what yeah. we thought, um, which is good. And, yeah, it's... Um, any, any, any thoughts? In, interesting for McGregor, of course, because we, yeah. say, we were saying we thought... McGregor Masvidal fight was was the one to go for. Yeah, um, that's uh, like that's what I would have preferred probably, but I just think it <coughs> generally gives more options. But like, it's this is a good fight. Like, yeah, yeah this is this like, is good. I've no complaints really. So I think it'll just be yeah, it'll be it'll be fun hopefully, and hopefully the build up isn't too silly basically. But yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting one. Um, as I said, we'll we'll probably preview it more at the time, but yeah. More just interesting to note the um, yeah for for McGregor it now looks like a sit out realistically a sit like out until else. until Habib Ferguson they are, actually I want to talk about that quickly just it's uh, Ferguson like everyone in the <laughs> everyone in the UFC like the whole UFC fan base the whole UFC brass has been like talking so much about oh, Ferguson's been so undeserving of a title and it we're just seemingly everyone seemingly I mean I'm not personally but like. Seemingly, just thinking that he's just he's just not a credible opponent in this, and people are already thinking, "Oh, could, think, could be McGregor yeah. too." I think that is like Ferguson is like Ferguson is probably could be almost certainly could be his toughest fight to date. This is a guy who's not lost in like 14, 13 <laughs> fights, twelve, but like it's like seven, eight years. It's crazy, like so. It's they are talking like, "Oh yeah, we're going to do Khabib McGregor too." It's like, wait, wait. Khabib is booked for someone yeah. like, for his hardest fight ever. So let's let's get through that first. Like Khabib's not like Khabib, Khabib can win this. Like I think he probably is the slight favourite. Yeah. He's not he's not he's not coming out of this, you know, like he did the Poirier fight, unharmed and ready to yeah. go. And like probably the guy's gonna come out here damaged and like out like for 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 a couple of months because like, no one comes out with Tony Ferguson fight <laughs> the same person. Like yeah. look at Cerrone, look at Pettis. Like no one comes out the same person. So yeah, he's really he's probably going to get. Which is interesting. Like it's been noted a few times, Khabib has never been cut in his career, which you've got to think will probably happen at one point against Tony. Yeah. Ferguson. So that'd be interesting to see how Khabib like 
Because often fighters can panic when they get cut. Khabib doesn't seem like the type too, but you never know because he's never been cut. He's never yeah. Like so, it'll be interesting. Um, obviously, and like no one should look past Tony Ferguson. I don't think like yeah, yeah. And it's just a slight <laughs> detail, but I just it just came to mind. I was just like yeah, yeah. everyone's seemingly overlooking it. Um, yeah, without without that, as I said this is going to be a short episode. We will move to oh, the only the only set of fights we've got preview: UFC two four seven, um, Jones versus Reyes. As we said at the start, like it is a Jones card. Like it, it does, it does feel similar to the McGregor one in that it just like I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I wonder whether Jones carries the same weight. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think he does really for the casuals. No, but like so. I don't, I don't think he even casual carries that much weight in terms of bringing in casuals. So like you've got to have a bigger card than this if you if you're <laughs> going to expect to do a lot of numbers on I, it. I, yeah, I doubt this does huge numbers. It's not a great card. Even like the prelims are fairly empty. Even the main card is mm. not like really not very good. <laughs> no, like Jones Reyes is the best fight on this card by a long, long, long way. And normally sure. you want on a pay per view you want the main event, but you want some good fights underneath to yeah. prop it up and be get interested in as well. And like we're people that watch like almost every fight and like. We're not that interested in like in most no, of the fights exactly. on this card. They're either yeah, they're just no. But oh well, should we start at the bottom of the main card? Yeah, we will do. Um heavyweight fight, uh Derek Lewis um coming off a win versus um Blagoy Ivanov. It will be fighting um heavyweight debutante, I believe. Um Ilya Latifi making his step up from um, light heavyweight following. Did he last lose to Volkanovski? Correct. Yeah. And then Corey Anderson before that loss. So hasn't fought since August of twenty nineteen. Oh, wow. So only only fought once. You got. I think he had a fight scheduled, didn't he, with someone? I can't remember. But I remember the Uzdemir fight was actually a very impressive performance from Uzdemir. He looked very good and uh, fairly handedly beat down Ilya Latifi, <laughs> which was actually quite. I don't know. I I enjoyed that performance from Uzdemir, which. Often don't like heavyweights. Can't really say that that much, but mm, yeah. <laughs> but no, that was fun. Um, no, it was he was. I was just looking at. He was scheduled to fight Uzma earlier in the year, and then pulled out. But it, it was rescheduled. So yeah, so a move up for him, which surprising. He, he didn't. He didn't strike me as perhaps the biggest guy. Like a light heavyweight. He, I, I don't, I'm not sure. It's a weird. Like I personally, I don't think a move to heavyweight will benefit him. His main advantages at light heavyweight would be in. Like he's tiny, he's about five foot ten, but he's yeah. built like a fridge. So it's like his main advantages were just overpowering his opponents. Yeah, and he's gonna have less of that at heavyweight, especially against Derek so, Lewis in yeah. your debut. Yeah. So generally, like a rule for going up or down in weight, like a kind of rule to stick by is if you want to strike with your opponents, going up can generally be a good idea. If you want to grapple, going down will be a good idea because. If you, gra- if you go up and you're a striker, you're going to be faster. And like if you hit decently hard enough, then it should be fine. But if you're a grappler, going down, you're going to have a big strength advantage and you can push that onto your opponents easier. So Ilil Latifi, who is, I'd say, more of a grappler. Like, striking really isn't not anything to write home about. So his main advantages have been like just grabbing hold of guys and kind of ragdolling them and getting them in, like, Secured like a really brutal choke against Evan St. Prue, like put him out unconscious. So, generally, he's a big, strong grappler. So, going up is, I don't know, it's a 
I think it's it's just because he's kind of out of ideas of what to do at light heavyweight, to be honest. But yeah, I think so. Um, for for Derek Lewis, it probably represents a similar um, fight than his last one. He was fighting even of a smaller guy, a guy that will probably look to get him down. Yeah, well, even of um, is even of like in his own right is a good grappler and is insanely tough, <laughs> which Ililatif doesn't have. So if you watch the the even of Lewis fight was basically it was Derek Lewis hitting Ivanov really hard in the face and then being taken down and nearly submitted. It was actually, and to be honest, was actually showed some improvements in the game of Derek Lewis, who for so long has just been a like an injured back, an overhand yeah. right, and for some reason a jumping switch kick, <laughs> which always makes me laugh when he throws it. Which, like, if you've got a bad back, why are you throwing that? That doesn't make any sense, but there we that's, go. It's, that's Derek Lewis yeah, for you. Yeah, it makes almost no sense, but in a fun way. Uh, but actually looked somewhat improved, I'd say, against Ivanov. So, he just worked like he looks just more fundamentally sound. So, um, it'll be interesting to see if he's carried on improving, or maybe he'll just throw silly stuff again. But, I don't know, it'll be... Somewhat fun. I think, I, think, I, th- I think it'll be a fun fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'll favour Derek Lewis just because of... Yeah, I think so too. The size. He's considerably bigger. Like, it's it, it, it going to be a big... Um, yeah, size, 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 and, and probably strength differential and, to overcome. Yeah, like, Derek Lewis is, like, the most... Like, his response to wrestling is, like, that doesn't even exist, just stand up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's almost... Like, he would just dig an underhook and then stand up with people on top of him. He is inhumanely strong. It's crazy. So, a smaller guy than Ivanov, who like, probably on the similar level of grappling, like, I don't see Latifi being able to keep him down. And on the feet, like, I just imagine at some point he's going to get caught <coughs> by Lewis, who does carry his power very well. And Latifi's, like, he's not fragile, but he's not tough, like Ivanov is. No, so, even I can take. I mean, he yeah. took a lot of punches in that. Yeah, so I would favour Derek Lewis, definitely. But you n- you never know with Derek Lewis, and you never know with like heavyweights. Like he like, came, like he came into what the JDS fight with like a torn ACL and still like ran yeah. around like a madman <laughs> fall of two rounds. Yeah, I think yeah. Threw a switch kick there as well. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> what a madman. Um, so yeah, that'd be interesting to see what goes on. But yeah, I think. Lewis is understandably will be the favourite. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to Federate Division. Mirsad Bektic versus Dan Ige. Ige. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, which is I don't I think Mirsad Bektic for a long time was kind of this really kind of like lauded like prospect. Like everyone wanted him to be like the next big thing. Yeah. But he's lost or not looked impressed. Well, he had a good fight with Ricardo Lamas, I remember. It was, like, yeah. it was close, and it was really good grappling from both of them. But I just think that everyone's thought that he'd be this big prospect, and it hasn't quite worked out. Is he on yeah, two-fight losing streak? Uh, so he lost two, So he, lost, he beat uh, Ricardo Lamas, split, split decision, and then lost to Josh Emmett, but oh, he has previously lost to Darren Elkins. Ah, that was it. Yeah, Darren Elkins. That was a while ago, though. Um... But yeah, he's just, I don't know, he's looked very comfortable against lower opposition and 
has competitive fights against middling opposition. But then the Josh Emmett fight, he just... And Josh Emmett is, like, a decent fighter, but he's a bit, like, limited, I'd say, on the yeah. feet. He's very powerful, and he got... Yeah, carries like, a lot of power. Yeah. But he's not the most, like, technically intricate fighter on the feet. That's and for sure. He, and Bectic, I don't know if he looks like the Elkins fight and coupled with the Emmett fight. I don't know if it's unfair to say that he's a little fragile, maybe. Like, obviously, like, yeah. he got hit with a head kick in the Elkins fight, but that was a fight that he was dominating and should have seen out fairly easily. Yeah. He got caught with one shot, but I don't know. So he's been a prospect for a long time, and I just will see if he can come good. And Danny Ige is, he's on, what, a five-fight win streak at this point. He's got... Yeah, uh, four. Four. Um, he's not the like athletic prospect that Bectic is, but he is still fundamentally very sound. He's fairly good everywhere, which at featherweight you need to be. It's yeah. not one of these divisions where you can like have massive holes in your game. Like he's a strong grappler. He's a fundamentally sound striker. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I think Bectic will probably be favoured, just because he's the bigger name and just generally seen as a bigger prospect but we'll see Danny Ige is definitely in this fight yeah I think I, I think I just favoured Danny Ige um, but yeah as I say two, two, two young guys um, you know we, we've mentioned over the past few weeks countless guys who are scrapping around for rankings in the fellow yeah. division Arnold Allen um, Sadiq Youssef Andre Feely Andre Feely and these guys just represent two more guys that are... I think Bectic might be ranked. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, it doesn't, doesn't seem as if he is. Yeah, right. But again, just guys that are sort of in that sort of like 15 to 25 rankings that yeah. are going to want to start to make moves in the in the right um, direction in this year. And yeah, again, two guys two guys to watch very closely. And I think, I, think, I think it'll be a really good fight. I think it should be. It should be good. And then we've got what is it? Is it the silly head? The, co- the, um, the comedy, fight? the comedy fella, <laughs> um, Juan Adams versus Justin Taffer, with a combined total of about twelve fights between them. I think, I think, <laughs> I think, I think John Jones probably had more title fights than these guys have had fights. Yeah, I don't. I think understand. Justin Taffer's three and one, so he's had four, and Juan and Adams is five, five and two, two, so eleven fights between. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and so. they're the third fight. Yeah, from so the Juan, Adams, a... Juan Adams brought in. Actually, he has had four fights in UFC, but most, most, most recently was Greg Hardy's latest punching bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's two and two in the. Well, actually, no, his first fight was all the contenders. So, two, so one and two um, versus Justin Taffer, who's not even got a Wikipedia page, so I can't even use Wikipedia. He was on the um, Adesanya Whitaker fight. At the, that card, and he knocked someone out. <laughs> I think he knocked out. I think it was Jorgen de Castro. If I remember, okay. That, that might be. So is, he, is he is he from that part of the world then? Actually, uh, I yeah, think I think he's like yeah, like a New Zealander, like Justin, Australian. But he's what three and one. It's like so little experience. Yeah, he's UFC. from. I can't. Cool. I can never tell the difference between the Australian and the New Zealand folk. <laughs> he's from Australia. There we go. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. His last fight was on. 
loss against Jorgen de Castro. Oh, he got knocked. Oh, he got knocked. He out, was the one who got knocked. Oh, out. Right, I missed him. So I even know. better. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, it wasn't as good as I even so thought. Could, and I so thought it was terrible. Somehow <laughs> we've ended up on a John Joe card with the third last fight being guys that combined in their last three fight, four last fights have won one. <laughs> uh, I'm not quite sure how. I'm the heavyweight, so it's not even like their losses are good people. <laughs> God. Um, so that's brilliant. So look forward to that. I can't wait. Now, we mentioned Bechtick and Iger prospects, but these two, watch out. <laughs> make him... No. Um, I, I don't know. Um, it wouldn't support... I don't support. know. Go, like, have a... Make, make some drinks during that fight. Yeah. I reckon, I reckon, I reckon <laughs> it's going to be a, a Lewis and Garney 2.0. They're just going to... They're just going to Circle around the ring and throw no punches. I don't. I doubt it. Like generally, like the good thing about lower ranked fighters is that, is that they will just do no, I hope stupid so. stuff. That's I hope quite so. Funny. I hope so. <laughs> so. It could be. So I think they'll just probably like go hell for leather. To be honest, it could be quite interesting. And tomorrow's my tea break might be reserved for the fight yeah. above. Oh, um, it definitely could be actually. Yeah, it'll, it'll be. It'll That'd be. be a good nap. Time. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be interesting to see what happens in that fight because. Let's say two guys that probably didn't probably didn't expect to be getting third main fight on a UFC main yeah, that's card. Fair. I bet they're buzzing about it. To be honest, <laughs> they put on a good performance. That's like they're pro- like on a main card. They're probably going to get a fight of the night or something if they go crazy at each other. Like so Dana, Dana White loves people going crazy. So we've we've pivoted straight from really dull fight to must watch. <laughs> to be honest, this is this is probably the this, this is probably the second most watched fight. Fight of the night. Yeah, I think we're. Like, yeah, I think we're. Yeah, we're really selling this. I think this can actually be fight of the year. I'm going for it. I'm calling it now. You know what? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> the hem- it the- won't be technical, but it will be funny. Exactly. <laughs> the heavyweights. Pennington, Pennington, over, Home, yeah. and Adams Tapper as fights of the year so far. <laughs> no, it could, it could be good. Um, as for bets, don't stick this on your acker because I don't know which way this is going to go. I'll go Adams because he's got a Wikipedia <laughs> because he's got a Wikipedia page. Um, That's the only reason. Like jet, like any, like this is a guess. Normally, when I like when we pick fights, we have some idea what we're talking about. But I don't really care about these two fighters. But go on, one Adams is going to win. It's the wicket. It's <laughs> Actually, the, no, I'll make it interesting. Justin Tapp is going to win. The Wikipedia. <laughs> the wicket. Oh, if Justin Tapp wins. He better get a wicket. Better, better get a wicket. Better get a Wikipedia. That's the. Only, like, all I'm saying is, if you've got a if if you've got a Wikipedia page, you're automatically the favourite in my book. <laughs> I don't think a good fight is don't have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. I know one. Um, he's not in the UFC, though, but he's quite... I'm going to talk about this because I've got not much to talk about Exactly. This. There is a Russian promotion, ACA, ACA, that is... Their lightweight division is absolutely amazing. Okay. Like, honestly, pay attention to it. They've got Ali Bagov, who I think he's their champion, and then other people I can't pronounce the name of. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think he's like Ali Abdul Abbot. Yes. Something. Um, and then, probably, possibly the best one, um, who just fought the guy I just mentioned before that I can't pronounce the name of, Edward Bartanian. He is a fantastic fighter. And he is on his last co- like last fight on his contract and might be getting signed to the UFC after that, and I hope he does. Okay. A brilliant fighter. Someone to look out for, Edward Bartanian, and he doesn't have a Wikipedia so, page. Next week, we'll come back with the best fighter that does not have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully, if Edward Bartanian gets signed to the UFC... So far, like, so far Edward Bartanian is the best person. If he if he fights, like, I don't know, put him against someone in the top 10, like, I would probably favour him over 
a lot of top wow. ten, top ten lightweight. Okay. He, no, he is fantastic. Okay. He's a really good fighter. Um, maybe I have to watch a few of his fights. Um, and like, because he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, he'd be a really massive underdog. I'll whack a load of money on him. Here we, rich. here we go. <laughs> like, here oh, we go. Oh, I hope it happens now. <laughs> so yeah, Edward Bartanian. Look at it. like watch his fight. I'll send you. Like it's. I think it's the fight with it's Ali Abdul Ab. Something. I would say I'll just look at. I'll, 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 I'll just look up his name on Wikipedia. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Go on Tapology. He'll, yeah, he's on Tapology. Exactly. He's, yeah, and yeah, it's a great fight. He lost by split decision, but he was robbed. So. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Wow. But yeah. No, yeah. he's re- he's genuinely really good, and so are their other lightweights. They are very good. Oh, very good. So, well, I have um, to pay attention. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll move from that to. That. <laughs> I, 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 I feel bad for Valentina Shevchenko because <laughs> all, the, all the time no, all the time she ever comes up on this show is us just saying, could this me? Can she do something interesting? Yeah. And to be honest, it's not really her fault. She come. Mm, I, I don't know. I think it's a little bit her fault. Like she is a she is a counter striker to her core. Like, but yeah, not the best kind of counter striker. Like she is a counter striker where if she doesn't get the opportunity to. You don't give her the opportunity to counter strike. She won't give herself the opportunity. If that makes sense, like someone like Conor McGregor is a counter striker, but he will force you to give him opportunities. But Valentina Shevchenko doesn't really do that. So she will like if you just disengage and give her a fairly boring fight at range, she'll just happily engage in that. Like the Liz Carmouche fight, and it's yeah because she generally refuses to press her advantage where she. Generally, so clearly has one. Like she's so much of a better fighter than anyone she's fighting that she just yeah. she won't press the her advantage and she won't try and make opportunities. She won't try and draw out your strikes so she can counter them. She she's just happy to sit back, lean back, check hook, and that's yeah. most of her fights until she gets fed Jessica I who can kick Goodness a block me. off because Jessica I. Despite being the twelfth ranked pound for pound fighter <laughs> in women's MMA, <coughs> he's a truly terrible fighter. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I feel like at this point it's, it's only fair to mention her opponent. Um, yep, <laughs> Caitlin Chikagian, um, who again, to be fair, like has won. Um, she lost. She's Jessica she. <laughs> oh god, she did, doesn't she? I mean, yeah, I mean, she's four and one since she came back up to flyweight. The good win versus Joanne Calderwood. A good win versus Jennifer Meyer. Like she, she's rightfully earned this shot because yeah. there's no one other, you know, for her to fight. But she's just nowhere near Shevchenko's level level whatsoever. As is no one in this flyweight division. So it's difficult to really preview because, like, Shevchenko does a lot well. Like I was watching um, the UFC countdown last night and like. She clearly moves very well. Yeah. She's clearly an active fighter. She's like, I think she's like a black belt in taekwondo. Like to be honest, yeah, at, like, in an at-range kicking match, this could be fairly competitive. But everywhere else, Valentina yeah. Shevchenko is better. She's got better hands. She's a like far better grappler. Um, yeah. Just her overall awareness and movement in the cage is better. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> I mean, seemingly from the interviews I've seen, it was she. Chikagian, it seems like she's going to just want to like, she, she's saying, you know, Shevchenko's not going to deal with my pressure, so seemingly she's just going to get up in her face and try and be all action, which I can only think, as we mentioned with 
um, Shevchenko's counter punching is like, only just going to play into. Um, yeah, that would just that would just make like so. If she's saying that, I haven't seen that yet. But that's this is going to be annoying for me because it's just going to make Valentin Shevchenko look good. <laughs> it's going to be like our criticism will feel unjustified. But that's because from what it sounds like, Ken Kuhin is going to run realistically face first. Into the count. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe she can mind games. But maybe, yeah, possibly. Like, but maybe she can. She'll come out looking like that. Yeah, and pressure very well. Yeah. <laughs> one can one can only hope for it. Because yeah, if you know the only the only fights we've really seen of Shevchenko really challenged was, I mean, even the Jan Jacek fight Not was really, pretty was pretty like, regulation. She lost the five last rounds. round, I think. I mean, the only times I've seen is go is when she's gone up and fought Nunes, and those were times where she had yeah. significant size and weight and reach disadvantages so there's not really a fair representation so i think i think this is perhaps the safest fight on the card to predict i'm i'm, I'm sure shevchenko will get it done like whether whether that's an early knockout or whether it's <laughs> whether it's five rounds it doesn't really matter yeah um, and just it honestly whether this is a finish <coughs> i think most depends on how she comes out like yeah if she's aggressive she will, has a decent chance of getting finished if yeah. she is willing to make this a lit car move fight she can definitely survive because Shevchenko likely won't try and press any advantage. Yeah, just outpoint her for that. Yeah, so which is unfair. But actually, there has been some other minor news. No, like not many people <laughs> will have paid attention. But there is an interesting one. Like we just talked about a fairly uncompetitive, not interesting women's fight. But there's a fight. She's had one fight in the UFC. She is, I think, the first tie in the UFC. Her name is Loma Lukbunmi. I think something like that. She's the first tie fighter in the UFC. She okay. was scheduled to have a fight on a card. It's, I think, the 22nd of February card. Oh, the... Um, um, actually, no, it's not the Blavovich. Like two and a half weeks. Yeah, I think it might be that one. The Anderson Blavovich one. Her opponent has pulled out injured, and Angela Hill is going to step in and face her. Um, what, well, already? Yeah, like, it's just for... We did, we, did, we did say she was <laughs> Um So, she, she's going to step in. I think that'll be a fantastic fight, because uh, Loma Luke look for you and me... Uh, really fun. Is that the uh, straw weight or is that straw weight? Yeah. Um, me just come up to yeah. <laughs> um, she looked. I mean, she's tiny. I don't think she'd be like this loma. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, okay. Yeah, she looked. It looked like on to watch. Looked very good. T- like very good. Like obviously Muay Thai in yeah. her first fight. Like a lot of trips. Like not a good MMA game. She like she tripped her opponent like five times, but never like secured top position because she just wasn't comfortable. Really, yeah. yeah, I don't think. But if she can develop, I think she'll be really fun to watch. And Angela Hill's got a uh, very nice Muay Thai herself. So um, I think that'll be fun. So, oh, very good. Once, a, once night, a fun women's fight. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Shevchenko to win. And probably the wait for a competitive title fight with her goes on. What goes on? <laughs> um, goodness knows how long, because looking down that flyweight division, it, it doesn't look Uber like... Uber prospect Macy Barber didn't work out. She's flyweight. Yeah, she's flyweight. Yeah, well, she was the hope. That's that's <laughs> not that's that's that 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 would be coming to you to what end of twenty twenty one at the earliest probably because I don't think she's she's probably coming back for the year. Won't be back to the year and needs a few a lot of wins yeah, to develop. Yeah, probably probably could be twenty twenty two. Yeah, by so, that point, Shevchenko is probably. I don't even know. I I don't. Know, I wonder what. I wonder whether she could get down to one o five. Because that one fifteen. So one fifteen, yeah. yeah, not one hundred five is the really tiny. I know that's atom weight. Yeah, that is um, one fifteen. Yeah, but she can um, get down. Don't think so. I don't know. Like maybe 
but because um, the only that's the if only she could it'd be interesting. I mean, then there's so many fights there. Yeah, it's a really good division. Um, well, I mean, I'd throw her straight in against the champion, but yeah, um, we'll see. I think I think that's that's the only. Or unless unless she decides to give. Um, and then hopefully maybe like some fe- straw weights featherweight over the game. Yeah, like that's another. That's another. I mean, I mean, Jan Jacek really tried it. But yeah, that's... but someone like like Jessica Andrade, she fought used to fight at bantamweight. So um, yeah, that's Andrade maybe. Uh, Wayne Suarez is quite young, so maybe Wayne Zhang. She's quite. Big. She's got, she's quite big to be fair. Yeah, she could be. Yeah, so maybe, <laughs> um, maybe, 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 so yeah, maybe if you move it up. Yeah, I think Andrade, Suarez, and Jang are probably the like three that are most likely. Yeah, I doubt. I, I mean, Jan Jacek's done it, and I don't think Nami Yunus could. Uh, really yeah, Nami Yunus is Nami like a lot smaller. Small. So yeah, I don't see her doing it. But those three uh, possibly, and they could be actually interesting fights. Yeah, we'll see. Only time will tell. But yeah, we'll see. Um, and then we'll move to <coughs> the main event, which really, like, sneaking under the radar, this is going to be, I think, I think, well, I think we both agree it's going to be a really interesting fight. I think it will be. Um, John Jones coming off two times defences against Anthony Smith and, God, who name I now can't remember, Thiago Santos. Versus Dominic Reyes, who's come off wins against Uzdemir and recently a really nice knockout against Chris Weidman. Um, we, I mean, we, we were discussing before we went on, this could be the third best guy that John Jones has fought. Like, behind DC, um, perhaps Gustafsson in the first fight. And honestly, could even be higher on that list. Yeah, like, could 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 be better than Gustafsson in the first fight. We, 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 we don't know yet. Like, I think obviously... It, and that's just because the fighters that John Jones has come up fighting were obviously bigger names. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, he was fighting them so long ago that, like, the skill gap between 2010 and 2020, like, in just MMA overall, is huge. And Dominic Reyes really is one of these, like, he is a modern fighter. He is, yeah, like, yeah, a fighter of the modern age, so... He is genuinely one of the best fighters John Jones has ever fought. So, just he, I feel he's probably being overlooked. Just, but this is a competitive fight. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. And well, to be honest, maybe it won't be. We'll see. But <laughs> maybe we're wrong. Maybe John Jones, like he's really like got in gear for this one. He's really up for it, and he turns up. Yeah, than we've seen. I, n- I never know with John Jones. I, I wonder whether he's one of the guys that fight. I mean, there are people who just. They fight at the level yeah, they fight of the opposition they face. You might like, same with Tyson Fury. Whenever, whenever he fights, the various bums that he fights between big fights, he always looks so average. Yeah. So much. But then whenever <laughs> he, whenever he steps up, whenever he fought Klitschko, when he fought Wilder, he just He's suddenly fantastic. becomes fantastic. And I wonder whether Jones, Jones against Smith, and especially Jones against Sandals, yeah. didn't look great. And I wonder whether that's really? because he just didn't take them too seriously, think- or he just. Or you just add that against the guys that aren't as good, he doesn't yeah, I look think as good. That's probably part of it. But I think there are other layers as well. I think John Jones has. Like, I don't. Like, John Jones <coughs> isn't as good a <coughs> kickboxer, I think, as he thinks he is. He's, yeah. Like, my, like, he is not. He has. Like, his boxing defense, particularly, is not great. He has. Like, 
not great defensive reactions. He'll often just like shy away. Yeah, if he did not have freakishly long reach, yeah, then he would, he would like, struggle on the He relies really heavily on the post and like often like sure. his just overall defensive reactions aren't the best. And like he has a very long reach, but like his jab isn't like the best no. thing. He mostly uses like the oblique kick and the front leg side kick as yep. essentially a replacement for the jab. So he's I'd like Obviously, he's very effective with it, but he's not as good, I don't think, as he thinks he is. No. But he's convinced himself that he's, like, so amazing. And, like, clearly, like, you saw in the Thiago Santos fight, who, at middleweight, like, I don't think he was even in the top 15 at middleweight, no. gave him a very, very competitive fight on the feet, just by kicking his legs, basically. Yeah. And did that with <laughs> half a knee. And still arguably won the fight. Yeah, I mean, like, I, think one, I think one of the cards yeah, had it a split decision. Yeah. So, um, like... That's like John Jones isn't as good a kickboxer as generally he's touted as, or he thinks he is, most importantly. And that's, but because he thinks he's so good, he's relied less on his actually good parts of his game, which is that he's a very good clinch fighter. Yeah. Like, look at the Glove to Shearer fight. He properly battered him <laughs> from the clinch. He's yeah. a really good clinch fighter, and he's good from top position, yeah. uh, ground and pound. Um, but he's just. Like, he doesn't look to use it. And honestly, his wrestling looks like it's kind of regressed a little yeah. bit. Like, it's got worse over time. So, I don't like... Who knows? So, if he, if John Jones is content to fight an at-range kickboxing fight with Dominic Reyes, there is a very good chance he could lose. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, 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 we, if we move to look at Reyes, the guy kicks well. To start does, with, yeah. that's something that is very underrated. His game. You look at his fight against Ustamir. Uh, well, his fight. To, who did he? Pretty fight? much everyone. Like who's the other one he fought? We had really good uh, leg kicks. Uh, over Ovin St. Pro and Kalanir yeah. look good in that. He's a guy that, and we've seen how good Kalanir is. Yeah, he's, he's so a that guy. Win, that win has yeah. aged very well. He's a guy who's got good wrestling. Okay, maybe not. You know, he's got a wrestling background. I mean, yeah, he didn't go like wrestling after. High school. He's a guy who's got a background in American football, so he's clearly very athletic. Yeah, and I think his just fight IQ is pretty solid. He's trying to be a guy who's quite is, intelligent. Yeah, he he's a like he's a southpaw that knows his like he really knows very well his like southpaw advantages. Yeah. basically he uses like he's got the straight left is like pinpoint accurate. Yeah. And his body kick and high kick are very good, and he makes good use of like the inside low kick as well. Yeah. He know like, and the reason like that is good, like the body kick, head kick, and left straight particularly. Like, if you like look at people throw that, like good people like Conor McGregor, for example, yeah, um, and Mirko Krokop back in the day as well. Yeah, like, yeah. the start of a high kick looks similar to the start of a left hand, and the start of a left hand looks similar to the start of a high kick. Yeah. Which means that you can blend them and like so they can look like the other. And you'll often see like I watched the Chad Mendes <coughs> Conor McGregor fight the other day. It was like Conor fainted the left hand and then you can see Mendes slips it, but actually it's the high kick coming, so Mendes slips right into the high kick. And like yeah. you can and Reyes does clever things like that to just press his advantages as a southpaw. So I think you can definitely do that to John Jones and he's a Good counter striker as well. Yeah, I mean the one against Reyes. Oh, sorry, Wide, Wideman. Yeah. yeah, the one against Reyes. <laughs> uh, you know, just perfectly stepped out of range. 
just rocked back on his right foot and yeah. just came straight through with that left. But, yeah. I mean, not 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 exact same, but sort of reminded me of sort of McGregor esque yeah. drawing the strike on, coming out of range, but then just putting all his body through into the shot. Yeah. And um, then, yeah, that's what it is. Like it is like so he has similar plans to Conor McGregor. Like it is Conor McGregor is obviously a fantastic and realistic better than Dom McGregor. Yes, but but like they have the same kind of basic game. It's about it's called like the southpaw double or triple attack. It's the yeah. body kick, high kick, and straight all yeah. look the same and blend with, that. Yeah. Get people, get someone to overextend with their. Uh, right hand, and you step out to the side, and you can fire in the left straight through. It's the like the open side. You can get that in where they have very yeah, limited defense, exactly. and you get a lot of knockouts. And Dominic Reyes is good at that. Conor McGregor yeah. is very good at that, and <coughs> he could do it to John Jones, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it's, 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 it's it's difficult because we just like we don't know what John what John Jones is going to rock up. I think if it's the guy that sort of took it a bit slow and a bit casually against Santos, I think he's got a lot of problems. I think, yeah. But then if, if, it's, if it's the guy that looked really impressive against Gustafsson the second time, it could be a different fight. It's, it, it'll be really interesting to see how it plays out. But it's two guys that are pretty tactically astute. There's a, yeah. I mean, you look at you know, Santos and Smith, those are guys that sort of, you know, had sort of reckless careers at middleweight, gone up, got a couple of big knockouts and sort of, their, their way to Jones was to rush in, sort of swarm him, try and fuse him and land a big shot. Rare strikes him as a guy who is going to sit back, is going to wait, and he's going to, you know, plan that, you know, find yeah. that find that perfect shot. And I think it could be much, it could be quite a slow fight. I think it certainly could be. It like could John Jones be. seems very content these days to have very slow fights. Um, but I think it's going to be really interesting. So, yeah, fight. I think it will be as well. And, but... <laughs> So it also depends. Like if Reyes can, if Reyes can finish him, which would be fairly shocking, because John Jones probably like one of the best things about him is he is crazy tough. Like he can take a shot, he really can. So I don't. I, he I struggle to see him finishing him, but he, he could obviously. Um, but if he doesn't finish him, John and John Jones knows he's behind. He does have the ability. He is a very good adapter over time. So he yeah. really does build into For a sure. fight. Certainly, you look at that first Gustafsson fight, made a lot of changes. Yeah. And I think he lost the fifth round against Thiago Santos. But I think that was basically the only fifth round John Jones has ever lost in his career. Yeah. Which is, like, he is genuinely really good like over the distance. So he can adapt very well. And he does also really dig deep if he knows or yeah. thinks he's behind. Like in the Gustafsson fight, in the... Like I think the first Cormier fight as well, he can really dig deep. Yeah. So if Reyes doesn't finish him, he could, he could like struggle and could essentially bring out the best in John Jones. Yeah. Which hopefully happens because that would be actually interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see. But you know what? I think I might pick Dominic. Reyes. Yeah. No, we we, we set <laughs> off it. John Jones is going to lose eventually. Like it's going to happen. He is. And I think Reyes represents the best chance of that. Since he fought Daniel Cormier, to be honest, pretty much, yeah. Like, and I think for you know, and looking down the light heavyweight rankings, I don't know. I don't think. I don't. Think, I mean, we're looking soon. at. I mean, we'll we'll preview it next week. We've got Anderson Blahovich. Yeah. 
I don't think either of them causes John Jones problems. <laughs> oh well, uh, Blackovic. I think I think I think I think they cause them problems, but I don't think they represent as tough a challenge as Reyes. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, and I think go on. It's then. not Johnny Walker. Like let's 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 be on, let's let's <laughs> let's be on the right side of history. Who who want who doesn't want to be the people to to predict John Jones's first actual loss? Yeah. You want you want to be on the right side of history. Why would you not predict it? So we will say. I'll say a Reyes. I'll say a Reyes decision. I think. Oh, actually, I wonder if it gets a decision whether he's not going to get it. Nah, you know, I'll say. I'll say I'll knock him out fourth round. Knock him out. Fair enough. Yeah, I think. Yeah, go on, knock out in the third. Go on. Like, yeah. Like, like, who knows? I think. It's, I think. It's, I, <laughs> think I think. I think. Reyes is going to get it. Get it. Get it. Get a few early rounds. He's going to get a few early rounds. Jones is going to, you know, think. Oh, crikey! I need to get a get a few rounds of that. Get a bit aggressive. Check, bam, left over the top, gone. Yeah, if John, yeah, if John Jones comes forward like if he with a lead right, if he leads with a straight, <coughs> Dominic Reyes is very good at countering that, so it could happen. But yeah, it'd be fun. Gone, Dominic Reyes. Come on, I believe. Come on, Dom. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait till John Jones loses. Yeah, um, it's gonna happen. I think. I think. I think someone's gonna do it soon. Um. So yeah, that's that's about it for this week. Um, we'll be back next week to preview this hopefully to lord over our correct prediction of oh, Dominic Reyes so uh, if that's why we're going big there'll, there'll, be, there'll be a good five minutes of it I told you um, and we've also got Anderson versus Blachowicz 2 going down in New Mexico which isn't the best card Nathaniel Woods on the card who I like British young Ooh, like young bantamweight British guy Fighting John Dodson, um, Diego Sanchez is. Wait, is 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 Mikel Pereira that nutty Brazilian yes. dude who lost to that like the small Canadian? Yeah. So Diego Sanchez is fighting Mikel Pereira in in the stupidest fight in history. That that's bizarre. So <laughs> in a co-main event, Diego Sanchez who should have retired about five years ago is in a co-main event. Yeah, that so tells you the state of that. Card. We'll preview that. Tim Means is fighting as well. I'm excited for I that. Like Tim Means. And Nathaniel would have been a good fight. Oh yeah, that that is my most excited for fight. Nathaniel Wood fight. I love Nathaniel Wood fighting John Dodson, who is can be like is he late ranked? in his is, career. Is John Dodson ranked? He's, he's, not, he's number twelve. Yeah, good yeah. John Dodson's like had a very good career. He's in the late latter stages, and yeah. he's been a bit boring recently, but has had very like he's a very good fight. John yeah, Dodson's and I think Nathaniel Wood as well. So, so that be that, that is my easily my most anticipated fight on that card. Absolutely. I'm, I'm really excited to watch Nathaniel Wood back. It's been about a year since yeah, he Too long, yeah. So we will chat more about those fights and next if, week. If Kent Ch- Chukagin knocks out Vanty and Shevchenko, I will have exploded so I won't be here next week. I, d- so. I, d- I don't... If, if, if that happens, we, we might just sort of... Just exploded with joy. <laughs> I, d- I don't know what's going to happen. If Chukagin and Reyes win, then that is oh, an upset for the book. You know what? <laughs> if you made it this far, just stick, just stick, stick, stick like five pounds on Reyes winning. That's like a, on it, on it, on it, on it, on its own because I think that could happen. Just stick a pound yeah. on the Chikagian Reyes double. Back. <laughs> Why not? Brilliant. Can you imagine? We'll leave you. We'll leave you with that thought. And <laughs> um, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.